Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, it is not going to be windy, Al. I've uh, checked the forecast. It's supposed to be mild temperatures and light winds, so there's not going to be any wind. I don't have to break out my hurricane voice. This is all very good news. Well, I love Morales. Uh, I don't, re- regardless of the result tonight, I think he's always going to come at you with the whole win situation. <laughs> hey, that's fine. Look, re- I-, I care about the result. He can make fun of the win. He can make fun of my Jared Goff preoccupation. Whatever it is, as long as the Rams keep winning, as long as the Dodgers keep winning, all of it, uh, the-, the rest of it, he can do what he wants. I- got to be, got to, got to be honest, buddy. Yeah, this is a. Uh, Yes, one of those one of those nights, one of those days. You know, you you have they want what what's first pitch? Six, five, what I time are they doing? Five thirty? Five or tonight, I believe. Okay, five. They're, they're gonna time this up perfectly with Lakers Kings, so that's that's what they do. <laughs> um it it just seems like Trav, this is just gonna be one of those nights. Or it's just you're scared the entire way, you're nervous the entire way, and I don't think the game is gonna settle you at all. I think it's gonna no. be a close game. No, <laughs> it's know? not. Look, I, I, I'm I it is not even ten o'clock in the Built morning. For this. And I and I'm a wreck. <laughs> I'm a wreck. I have a stupid mustache on my face. I, I've been spending a whole bunch of time deciding which clothes I needed to wear today for good luck. There there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. However, here's here's the good news. Here's the Dodger blue lining in all of this. The Giants can't be feeling any better about this than Dodger fans are, right? They that it feels. I, I said to Greg this morning, "How are you feeling about this?" And his response was, "Goodish." And I think that's probably as much as you can expect from any Dodger fan, any Giant fan, because if you have a great deal of confidence heading into this thing tonight, I think that you're not paying attention to what's happened through the previous 23 games. You know, it's funny. I, I think the. If I said you know, we do this all the time, okay, Dodgers have the you know the best lineup in Major League Baseball, and if you walk into one of these wild card games, I don't, or I'm sorry, if you walk into one of these games like the wild card game, the wild card game, what percentage do you was there? What were the odds? Was it like sixty forty Dodgers? Was it sixty five thirty five? Was it? Do you remember at be, all? I don't remember. I would be really surprised if it was as heavily tilted as sixty five thirty five. My guess would be at the most sixty forty. Okay, let's say 60-40. Let's say, let's say it was 60-40, that Dodgers had an edge. Not that that matters, but I'm just saying, let's just say they had a slight edge because, A, they have the better roster, and, B, they're playing at, at Dodger Stadium. Does this not seem like tonight? No, it's, it's 50-50. It does. Like, there is it no does. edge. There is no, you know, even if, even if you say, okay, well, the Dodgers will have an edge just – just because if you look on paper how unbelievable their lineup is, and then maybe give a little bit of an edge to the Giants because it's in San Francisco, so it's their more familiarity. It's obviously their crowd. It's a doesn't it literally seems like a fifty fifty. I'm not shocked either way what happens. The only thing I'd be shocked 
is if one team really dominated the other, and I don't expect that to happen. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Here's the question, Dodger fans. How are you feeling about this heading in? Help me and Slee with this 877-710-ESPN. You can be a part of Travis Lee Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back, and so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. You're right, Al, and you know who? it's not me agreeing with you. That's mm-hmm. Vegas agreeing with you. Okay, the, the line for this game is essentially a pick em, right? That, that it's The Dodgers are plus 101. The Giants are minus 111. That, for all intents and purposes, that is a pick em. The over-under in runs for this game is seven. Okay, that means it's four to three. Five to two. It is It is a close game. Nobody's putting the wood to the other guy. This is an incredibly close game all around. You said something a minute ago. And the Giants' advantage is home field. I, I've, I've given this a lot of thought. The Giants, as I see it, have two areas where they have the advantage. You mentioned okay. one of them is in home field. Okay, they're playing. They get the bat last, which is not nothing. That yep. is that is an, an that's raucous why, crowd. Yep, sure. mm-hmm. all of those things. Mm-hmm. They also are going to send out a pitcher in Webb, who pitched seven and two thirds innings the last time he saw this team. Struck out ten guys, only threw ninety two pitches, only gave up five hits, no runs, no walks. So their guy on Logan Webb on the mound is an advantage for them. Okay, and and, and he pitched just to throw this in there. Pitch game one, so this yep. is going to be his full, regular full rotation, full rest. Yep. Full rest. Julio's on on full rest too, but they they have their best pitcher mm-hmm. pitching at home. That's an advantage. Find another one. I don't think there is. I think everything else beyond that is either a, a, a draw, or mm-hmm. it tilts slightly towards the Dodgers. Because here here's something that I think is really interesting. The Giants are not hitting at all in this series. I know they've won a couple of games. They won a game one to nothing, and they won a game three to, to nothing. Three to nothing. Okay, the they they're not the, the the games that they're winning. They're barely scoring any runs. Their their batting average with runners in scoring position in this series is a buck fifty. Mm-hmm. Their batting average collectively in this series is one eighty four. Their on base percentage in this series is two twenty. They've struck out thirty six times in four games. That's nine a game. That's a ton. There's nothing about their offense that leads you to believe, hey, you know what? You got to be really ca- you need to be careful obviously cuz they're a good team, but the Dodgers offense even though they had a couple of zeros is far more potent than the Giant offense at this point. The pitching is almost a draw. The experience tilts heavily towards the Dodgers. The Dodgers have a, a, a when we're just adding things up, it feels like the Dodgers have a slight advantage in more categories than the Giants do. So, you know, we've said this before, would, would you rather have um if you had to pick between the two, if you had to pick, do you want the talent or do you want the – and I know it's kind of a combination of things. You can make an argument either way. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you want talent over anything else. And then you hope you could kind of put all the pieces together. I said this – I think I said this either it was yesterday a couple of days ago that I feel like every time the Giants face the Dodgers, they have to, they have to play near perfect baseball to win a game. You know, they have to have – Webb has to go out there and go seven and two-thirds. I'm not saying he doesn't – you know, he strikes out ten and doesn't give up any runs, but they have to play near perfect baseball. Posey has to hit one over the wall on a 3-0 pitch against Walker Bueller, and perfect baseball for the Giants can get them a win against the Dodgers. Dodgers, I don't feel like 
I don't feel like they have to play perfect baseball to beat the Giants. And that's where the talent is. So if you say there's a slight edge because look at what the Dodgers have done in the games they've won. Mm-hmm. The games that the Giants have won, it's like, well, all you got to do is win by a run. So that's how we're going to kind of approach this thing. It, it doesn't matter because the Giants won the game, won the nothing. But to your point, Al, they needed to catch not just that a couple perfect. of breaks. They needed to catch. They needed to catch a couple of breaks that simply don't happen. That that ball that Mookie hit is a hit. This is not me being hyperbolic. The math said that ball that Mookie hit is a hit ninety six percent of the time. The ball that Gavin Lux hit is a hit eighty nine percent of the time. The ball that Chris Taylor hit into the gap is a hit eighty six percent of the time. Okay, so it, it, this was not. Oh well, you know they do. Everything had to go their way, and they still won by one run. So this makes me feel a little better about the Dodgers. But can I also say this? You know, I think there's a part of this with the San Francisco Giants as well. This is how they've been all season. True. Right? You you don't win 109 games up until this point because you got lucky. That that's the you know the the kind of the math that you were throwing out there. No, it's listen. There's a there's a part of this. It's like man, that's crazy that that went their way. That's crazy that that went their way as well. That's crazy that this went their way as well. But with all that being said, they've won 109 games, mm-hmm. as have the Dodgers. I think if you and, and you know this is the what is this the 24th meeting between the two teams? It's 12-11, something along those that's lines, exactly right? Right. Okay, so. With all that being said, um, it, it's and I, I don't want to. And I read a couple of articles. They're talking about how great is this for baseball? How unbelievable is this? The first time both these teams go up against each other in the postseason. Here they are in a game five. Chad, this is how it's supposed to be. I mean, it, it's it's you not. You can keep telling me that. I'm not buying it at all. It's how it's supposed to it's, be. This 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 series should have gone five. It's going five. And you know what? If it was yeah. a seven game set, it would have gone seven. <laughs> probably. You're probably right. I I can't enjoy this, and I'm sure the Giant fans are probably. This is super fun for everybody that's not a Dodger fan or a Giant fan. If you're a Dodger fan or a Giant fan, it's too excruciating. It's just so gut-wrenching along the way. You mentioned a name right there that I think is incredibly important going into tonight's game. And I think the Dodgers need to do everything within reason to avoid this guy being the difference in the game. Buster Posey. But Buster Posey, every time he gets I know he's 150 years old. I know that he's much closer to the end than he is to his prime. The guy not only is hot in this series, the guy not only hit that home run early in this series, the guy's not only had a fantastic season uh, after having a fantastic career, he's 10 for 20 lifetime off Julio Urias. 500. Okay, he, he is the one guy that when he gets in that box, do not let this man beat you. And, and what I mean is, if you can, let's pitch around him. I'm not saying you, you know, four wide ones and, and put him on first base. I'm saying... Let's pitch him off the plate. Let's see if he'll swing at a bad pitch. He probably won't. He's been around the block too many times to, you know, to, to fall for that, for lack of a better expression. But I do not want what happened in game one, which is, oh, 3-0, he's taking a pop. There's a run. All right? There's a two, two runs. Let's make sure that Buster Posey is not the guy to beat you because he's the one that scares me the most. Who's, uh, who, who is San Francisco saying the same thing to? I think it's Mookie. I think it's probably Mookie. He's been hitting the ball hard. He's been hot. Will Smith has been hot in this mm-hmm. series as well. But there's so many different ways that Mookie can Mookie can beat you, not just with a home run. If Mookie gets on base, he could be on second. He can score from second base on a ball that's not hit particularly hard or not hit in, in a gap or anything. Mookie brings so many different weapons when he steps onto that field. I, if I were a Giant fan, I'm thinking, who's the one guy I want to stay away from? Mookie. Now, that being said, there are four other guys you could pick that are good answers. Yeah, that, that's but for the- me, it's Mookie. If you're the uh, if you're the San Francisco Giants, you could say, okay, hey, oh, 
Awesome. We got through Book. Uh, we got through Mookie. Fantastic. Is that Trey Turner next? Okay, cool. And then Corey Seager's after. And then is that Justin Turner after that? And then Will Smith, like you mentioned, one of the names isn't even batting until later in the order. That's you know th- that's the difference between the Dodgers and the Giants. They Dodgers do not have to play perfect baseball, but they'll they'll need one of their best games that they've had all season in a winner take all. And this will be. You mentioned this yesterday. This is the third time the Dodgers have been in this position Mm -hmm. so far in the postseason, Mm -hmm. even though they've only played five games up to this point. (laughs) That's fun. So there is there is some um, there's certainly some experience there just from this season. Right. Just these last this last. What's today's today, Thursday. So over the course of a week and one day, this will be the third time back to the wall elimination game the Dodgers are are in this position again what's the most important thing that they need to get done today because you know we can talk about pitching we can talk about offense we can talk about making sure that Dave Roberts pulls the right strings and all of these things but I don't know if any of those are the most important because as I look at it Al the Dodgers need to be incredibly even if it's incredibly uncomfortable at the beginning of the game and even if it feels like you're missing some opportunities and maybe the first two or three innings you need to be remarkably patient with Webb today they cannot he he only threw 94 pitches in nearly eight innings okay after the first inning or two I think he had a couple of 10 pitch innings he was he was going to the third inning with 20 something pitches they need to force him to work tonight and if that means that you got to hit with some two strike counts early in the game then hit with some two strike counts early in the game well it's you know it's it's kind of this what's that balance because one of the things that we've talked about whether you like me talking about it or not the Dodgers bullpen versus the Giants bullpen is an no, that, the way you said that, that's okay. That, that was okay. <laughs> it's an incredible – well, okay, then let me take it a step further. <laughs> Be the Dodgers' bullpen has yep. dominated the Giants' bullpen. Uh, they have. Oh, oh, okay, I'm okay with that. They have, Barely, right? So just stop there. So when I, when I point that out, when you say the patience on Webb, and this is actually something Dave Roberts talked about after that first game, that he felt like they were uh, – you got some sound on this? I, I have a sound from Dave Roberts talking about what he thinks the offense needs to do tonight. I think for us, when, when it's going well, we're taking our walks, um, we're, we're getting into counts, we're essentially making the pitcher, uh, you know, get himself into trouble. And um, we're not we're not overly aggressive, but aggressive in the strike zone. So that's kind of uh, the yin and yang. It, it's you want your hitters to be aggressive, but to their zones. And uh, when we start expanding, and Logan is an east-west guy, so just trying to get us to expand east-west. So if we can kind of stay locked in on our zone, I think that's when we're at our best. Amen. Did, Amen. Did Dave Roberts – did you hand Dave Roberts a note and say, hey, FYI, this is what I noticed after game one, and did he just read that off to the media? The, you know, on the, <laughs> I, I, Dave and I text all the time. We're, we're sure. really close. Sure, we, sure. We share sure. ideas nonstop. One it's, sec. Vogel just hit me up. Just one sec. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not, you know, baseball calculus. It's baseball one on one one oh one. Let's make him throw some pitches. You know, I, I know that the Giants have Kevin Gosman lined up for the bullpen the same way that maybe the Dodgers have Max Scherzer. We'll talk about that coming up a little bit later on. That it's all hands on deck. I get it. But let's get into that pen. Let's start turning guys over and let's get a lead. And that's what I want to talk about next, Al. I want to take phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. How are you feeling going into game five tonight? Are you feeling goodish? You feeling great? You feeling a little tight and nervous? And my hand's in the air on that one. We'll do all of that plus the Dodgers need to do one thing in particular, too, to get off to a good start. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I don't know if it's because there's an elimination game tonight. It's a Dodger game. I got some adrenaline coursing through my veins or whatever it is, Al. But I've got a weird, like, this is a Friday vibe thing going on. Are you feeling any of that? A little bit. I could see that a little bit. I feel like, uh, you know, based on how tonight goes, uh, tomorrow will (laughs) either be a successful quiet oh. or not quiet a successful friday or it'll be well yeah there's a there's 109 wins <laughs> yeah 109 wins that got you well by, basically by the, way, by the way either one of these teams are walking away with 109 wins in their back pocket yeah but like we talked a little bit about yesterday mm-hmm. the dodgers are in a far different position where anything short of going to the world series and winning right. it is looked at as a hey what the hell happened here and the dodgers are in a kind of a unique spot here and this will lead us to straight talk brought to you by straight talk wireless straight talk wireless no contract no compromise right before we get to the calls coming up in a couple of minutes um if it doesn't go the dodger way and yeah. I, and and i'm cautiously optimistic that it will with it the, the conversation becomes so radically different instantly right if they mm-hmm. win right we're talking about all right get ready for the braves who pitches game one you you know where's gavin Lott, blah 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 this the, the same stuff that we talk about before every series yep if it doesn't go their way and i don't want to use the other word but if it doesn't go their way you're looking at it, just a roster full of guys important guys legendary dodger guys that may be done tonight this could be, you know, Kenley Jansen, Clayton Kershaw, uh, Chris Taylor, Corey Seager. This could be the end of the line for the. There's a lot going on tonight. You know, it's funny. If it was a different organization, it doesn't have to be just baseball. If it was a different organization in sports, a little bit later we'll talk about how important ownership is. Mm-hmm. You know, when we get into the Raiders conversation and there's some other conversations we're going to have out there, how critical ownership is. So when you say, look, some of those question marks, it could be Corey Seager's last game as a Dodger, right? It could be, I know it's a rental, but Max Scherzer, mm-hmm. potentially his last game. Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw, we already talked about when he pitched and he had to come out of the game because of his injury. There was a lot of that conversation. Kershaw kept the ball with him, didn't hand the ball back to Dave Roberts. Is this the last time he'll ever pitch? Um, Kenley Jansen, Chris Taylor. There's other players that are a part of this. The reason I think this is so different for the Dodgers, Trav, is because when you have a well-run organization, when you're a well-run corporation, you are going to continue to be a well-run corporation that players that you might keep, players that you don't take. The reason why you love Trey Turner and the reason why you love Corey Seager and Mookie Betts and go down the list, Walker Bueller, is because the Dodgers run a really good organization that have brought these people in, whether they started with the organization or they came for another squad. I don't worry about the Dodgers' future like I would if I was a fan of another team that, you know, ownership is iffy. Yeah, I don't think it's a worry factor. It just is a, whoa, dude, that looks different. I think they'll be good Absolutely. regardless of, mm-hmm. of who's here. But the, the difference of it is, how about this? Let's just get the lead tonight. You know why? There's been zero lead changes in this series. Whoever has scored first has held on to the wins lead the game. and wins the game. 
And, and, and I get one of them was one to nothing, and it was a one-pitch game, one-swing game the entire night. But let's just get the lead. If this trend is going to continue, I would like it to continue. in the and Like everything else we talked about, it just kind of opens everything up. You can get a little more aggressive. You can start doing all of the things that allow you to push the envelope as opposed to play defense. So I know we want to take some phone calls. We'll do that in just a second here. If you want to be a part of the Dodger conversation, 877-710-ESPN. You threw something out. What's most important tonight for mm-hmm. the Dodgers? And you talked about how having patience at the bat with Webb on the mound. Let, let me let me kind of throw this out there. I, I think there's also that wild card game was, you know, you, you almost felt like you were walking on eggshells the entire time because you were. You know, there was you're playing a game against the Cardinals. It's tight the entire way. They jump out to a one nothing lead. If it isn't for Turner, I think hits that solo home run. You it, it kind of calmed some of the nerve for the Dodgers. I, I really mean this when I say it. I'm not saying be stupid. I'm not saying you know, you're out there gambling uh, like an idiot or anything along those lines. But I also think you got to kind of play this game with a little, our chest is out, be a little bit aggressive. And that sure. doesn't mean swinging at bad pitches. That doesn't mean not trying to draw a count or maybe make Webb throw this, the 92 pitches five innings in, not seven and two thirds in. But I think there also has to be this, no, we're coming out to win this game. We're not going to try to protect. We're, we're not going to not try to lose it. It's almost like a prevent defense that you see in NFL. Anytime somebody gets a two-touchdown lead, go out and try to win it rather than being so scared of losing it. I think you're exactly right. And it sounds contradictory, but I don't think that it is. You need to be incredibly patient while being aggressive at the same time. That but those sound That's like opposite. No, no, but, but it you makes need sense. to be incredibly mm-hmm. patient. But when you have opportunities to be aggressive, let's make sure that we do it. All right. Let's go to the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 877-710-ESPN, and hear from some of these Dodger fans, Slee. Let's start in Downey with Jason. Jason, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Good morning, boys. So, I am pumped for this game. There is no time to be nervous, guys. This is what October baseball is all about. Big Al made it made it best when he said the Giants have to play damn near perfect, and they do. I thought about it last game when Kepler went right to his bullpen. I thought – that's it. I think he even he lost the series because last game was their one shot to get it done. So just remember, guys, the Giants are having a Cinderella Cinderella season, but guess what? Even Cinderella's time runs out. So I'm going to say Urias goes 7, Dodgers 3-0. It's going to be a great day tomorrow. Have a great day. Go Dodgers! All right, Jason. I love the enthusiasm. I love the confidence. Cinderella does get Prince Charming. Yes, she gets back in the rags, but she also ends up with the prince. So let's not use that analogy. Okay, well, I don't I don't like that because Cinderella does win. Travis, I, don't, I don't love that. He's he's 100% right, but I, I also think, you know, I, I think there's Giants have a very, very simple, similar mantra coming into this sure game. Sure they do. Right? Like there's also, I'll, I'll go back to this. You cannot win 109 games and not feel like any squad that you're going to go up against, oh, no, we got these guys. I got I, right? I and, totally agree. And you know how he said, he talked about their chance was game four to close it out. I disagree completely. I, I do too. I, I think game four was, what do you mean? Dodgers are going to lose the series three to one? What are you yeah. talking about? How is that possible? I think game five is where it's supposed to be. Yeah, they, their one shot wasn't just in game four. I mean, they, they had two shots, and now they have one shot. The Dodgers I love his had energy. one He's got shot. Good energy. Yeah, no, I, and I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> That's really good, but Cinderella wins. I get it that, that the pumpkin turns back. Don't the use carriage. the Cinderella yeah, example. Yeah, no, no Cinderellas, because Cinderella, Cinderella throws a shutout tonight. 
Okay, let's see. I need I need the one of those ugly stepsisters to get lit up tonight. Okay, I, I don't I don't need Cinderella in the house. We need to go uh, that's pretty in, good. in a different direction. Let's try another one on the Dr Pepper call in line. OC Shane, Shane, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Shane? Hey guys, thanks for having me. I appreciate you uh, taking me on. But I'm um, just wanted to touch base on the lineups for tonight. It doesn't seem that they've released the lineup for the Dodgers, but I really liked what they set up. Um, with the rotation on uh, game four. Mm-hmm. Game three, a little questionable. Um, I like that they put Lux and Bellinger back-to-back, but um, I kind of want to just get your guys' opinion as to, you know, who you think is, like, who's going to be the big standout for the Dodgers to that tonight? Well, we kind of talking about that a, a second ago, Shane. I think you're going to need to get – look, if you get a great – let's say Mookie Betts comes out and hits a couple of home runs, that would be awesome, but – this feels like you've been saying all along, Al, this is going to come down to an inning, right? That somebody gets a two-out hit with a couple of guys on base. Or the opposite. You know, let's say that the Dodgers have a 3-2 to two lead in the ninth inning and they get a couple of guys on. Kenley's going to have to get out of a three to two, uh, a couple of runners on with one-out situation. It, it's going to be one of those. I don't know if somebody just comes out and Buster Posey has a three-home run night and the Dodgers lose you know, 9-1. to one. It doesn't feel like one of those games. It feels like it's going to come down to a pitch, an inning, a play, a call, a decision. It's it's that close. Can I give you an example? And, and usually, if I, if I give an NBA example on this, when you have a really, really good um, – let, let me go back to the Laker days when it was Shaq and Kobe, mm-hmm. right? When, when you went up against the San Antonio Spurs, you just knew, like, hey, this is going to be a long freaking series. When they ended up winning in seven against Sacramento, a couple games in, you just knew, like, even that final game. I remember that game seven going into it. Remember that game went into overtime? Of course. Page, I think I bought one of his jerseys after he shot the ball six feet to the right <laughs> of the, on the corner three. In his defense, it did have good movement. It, Great it, movement. It moved Excellent laterally movement. about four feet. <laughs> he threw a slider that, that – <laughs> basically went away from the basket um but you have you you have those situations that that game the Lakers had against Portland where it came down to the final couple of you know possessions Mm -hmm. and I only use the NBA examples because I think most game fives most game sevens very rarely are they just blowouts like you you get to that point because teams are very evenly matched and I know there's probably examples where there are blowouts but uh just to play off of what you just said is Posey is Posey going to come out of this game with two two home runs? Probably not. Is Mookie, which would be more likely, is he going to come out and have four you know, hits, four for four, <laughs> yeah. four for five with two home runs? Probably not. I, I think it's it, it will come down to a couple of key possessions that you know changes the uh, the outcome of the game. All right, let's talk a little bit about that Dodger lineup and what we may expect tonight. Are they going to roll it back from Game Four and do it again in Game Five? That's coming up next. Plus, if you're on hold, stay there. More of your phone calls coming up in just a bit. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Pretty good time to be in L.A., Al. You've got a 4-1 and football team. You've got a 4-1 and football team. You've got a Major League Baseball team that's a win away from going to the NLCS. You've got the Lakers getting ready to kick off another season here in about a week. It's a pretty good time. Just just throwing that out there. By the way, so I know Chris just mentioned it right there, so stay tuned in. You're going to stay tuned anyways because Travis has a mustache for the second day in a row. But aside from the mustache, um, giving away Lakers freaking warrior aside tickets for opening night in the suite. <laughs> yeah, aside from the mustache. That's where aside I, I kind of lost me. Yeah, we're giving away Laker tickets. So very quickly, I drive home yesterday. Know right? your Lakers trivia, by the way. Yes. I don't want to keep doing this. If you don't Bone know up. your Lakers trivia, you got to know your trivia. Giving away Lakers Warriors tickets Tuesday night in our suite. Go ahead. I, I drive home yesterday. I get out of my car. My neighbor's in the front yard. And sure. I got, you know, we, we chit-chat for a minute or two. And How's it going? The lawn yeah, looks great. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. I think your mail came into my mailbox. Sure. Excited for the game. You know, what have you been up to? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. The normal neighbor stuff, nothing. I go inside, We don't, you know, whatever. Put my stuff down. There's a mirror uh, in my house right after you come through the front door mm-hmm. and where I put, like, my keys and my wallet and all that kind of stuff. So I throw my stuff on, on the bar, and I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror and realize that I still have this thing on my yep. face. Yep. My neighbor, who I see, maybe not every day, but a few times a week for the last, mm-hmm. how long have we been in that house? Six, seven years? Doesn't say a word. Like, I had forgotten that it was there. And he's probably thinking I had a, a stroke or something that I'd, it's my crazy. razor I broke saw, halfway I through saw shaving. Two hours ago, I saw that home go up, for, go up on Redfin. <laughs> They're selling it. Yeah, yeah they're well, selling the house. Bad neighbors. That's uh, that's what they'd say about the Rogers clan. Let's try another phone call here. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Let's go to Los Alamitos and Bill. Bill, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning, Bill. Thanks for calling in. What's going on? Yeah, you got it. Well, you know, uh, I, got, uh, I got Mookie Betts is going to have a huge night for guy tonight. The guy's just been blistering the ball. He had a three-hit night last game. If he goes good, the Dodgers go good. And uh, can you guys explain to me why I'm the first guy to win 20 games at what he has, three losses, a 20-3 and three guy in Urias is not just locked in to win the Cy Young Award. All these media types, nobody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about the other guys with the uh, – the sparkling numbers uh, with and uh, strikeouts per innings pitched. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the guy's got an absolutely respectable ERA and a, a 20-game winner. He's, he's got he's got to be locked into the Cy Young. And uh, my other take, fellas, is uh, I don't think Corey Seager really wants to go anywhere. I think he'll get his money, and uh, why not? Why, why would he want to leave a – a situation like this. Okay. Appreciate you calling in. Thanks, Bill. There's a lot there. First of all, he might win the Cy Young. I don't think he's locked into it because there are a lot of other really good choices. And wins are not – like you you mentioned to yourself, Bill, there are other stats out there too that are – 
probably more indicative of a pitcher's success than wins. Wins have a lot more to do with whether or not you're on a good team or not than whether or not you're pitching really well. That, that well, just just to play off of that, Trav, under a three ERA, 20 no, and no. three, twenty and three. I, you're 100 percent right. If you're a, a just an unbelievable, unbelievable pitcher, but you're on a bad squad, that twenty and three record, maybe it's fourteen and, and whatever 10. it is, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 a different deal. Now look. He may. I don't think he will. I think I still think Max Scherzer is probably the guy that gets it. Burnson from uh, Milwaukee is a candidate. Walker Bueller is a candidate. I think the point being that the Dodgers, you know, air quotes, third best guy is a legitimate Cy Young candidate is, is a pretty good indicator. Um, you know, the other part about Corey Seager, Al, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. The fact that the Dodgers went and made the move for Trey Turner leads me to believe that they're at least – aware of the chance that Seager may leave, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't just let's get Trey Turner because he's a great player. That's a part of it. But it was also it's an insurance policy in the event that Seager leaves. Both of those guys are quality major league shortstops. To ask one of them to move is not insignificant. Doesn't mean they won't. We saw Alex Rodriguez move. We've seen Manny Machado move. We've seen guys that are shortstops go to other places, and it works fine. But if you're a shortstop and somebody says, hey, you want to play second base? Well, no, not really. I mean, I, I think it's more of an insurance policy. I wouldn't be surprised if he came back because the Dodgers have not let dollars and cents drive their decision-making for the most part. I think it's more of these two guys and whether one of them's willing to not be a shortstop. Yeah, but, you know, it's a good point by Bill because I, I think there should be a lot of Dodger fans that feel that sentiment more. And, listen, we're not in the offseason yet, so – you know, hopefully this conversation doesn't happen for a few more weeks, a month, whatever the case is, till World Series would be over. But I, I get it. I understand it. It's one of the things I told you. It's like, why do people talk about Corey Seager like he's not freaking Corey Seager? And you've tried explaining it to me. You're saying, listen, it's because Trey Turner's got another year left on his contract. It's because they got Trey Turner in that Max Scherzer deal, and he can slot right into that shortstop, and maybe that money that would go to Seager can go fill in other spots. Like, the, the Dodgers are not a... They're not a careless run organization. If you and I are thinking of something today, they thought about that a week ago. They're already on to something else. So I think um, – but from a fan perspective, let, let's say this is the last time Corey Seager ever plays with the Dodgers, and, and let's say this is his final run, however long the season goes. Yeah. And this is it. This is his career, and now it's Trey Turner that just hops into that shortstop role next season. Oh, I could definitely see you know Dodger fans sitting back and saying, damn – why, why did Corey Seager go? Like, it's Corey Seager. Corey Seager is one of the OGs of this franchise and has had so much success over the last seven years or whatever the case is. He's been years. my favorite Dodger for multiple seasons in a row, and I'm worried that he's going to leave. I, it's not a guarantee. It's not one of those things but where But I'm with you. you. Know it feels that way. It, it but does. it feels a little bit that way. Be, well, here's what no one has said, and this goes back to what we were talking about with Kershaw, and we'll get some more calls coming up here in just a bit. No one is saying, guys, we're going to figure this out. That no one from the organization has said that, and then nobody from the player side is, guys, I don't want to leave. As long as we can come to an agreement that works for both of us, I'm staying. Nobody's saying, when you, when you don't hear those things, it makes your mind wander. It, it makes it makes you start to think, okay, why are you not saying that? Of course. I, 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 I'm optimistic that he will be back, but in the event that he's not, you have some, some pretty good plan Bs along the way with uh, Corey Seager. Let's try one more. Let's go to downtown and Manny. Manny, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Travis Lee, good morning, guys. Uh, I just want to make a make a statement real quick. How, it doesn't get any better than this. Um, 109 wins for both teams, and just right away, I just want to say shout out to the Giants. You know, uh, you've had such an incredible year, incredible season. Uh, they had these guys finishing fourth, maybe fifth in the NL West. 
and uh, they just kept toe-to-toe and kept running our Dodgers all the way to the very end. So uh, it all comes down to Game 5, uh, all an MLB fan's dream. And uh, I just want to say this. I'm a big believer in uh, history pe- repeating itself. Well, how about this? Last year, today's date, October 14th, 2020, the Dodgers put up 11 runs <laughs> in the Atlanta Braves Stadium. So how about we use that same energy and we bring it over on down to uh, San Francisco. Let's go, Dodgers. All right, appreciate, you appreciate in, that, Manny. Look, I'm I'm yeah, all for. I, I don't think the Giants. Itself. I don't think the Giants are putting up double digit runs. I think that one's a safe one. I, I you, you and I feel differently. We we're in lockstep on most of this stuff. There's nothing that's off the table for me. I look. I don't. And if you said odds wise, I don't expect it to be this. But if you told me tomorrow morning that, can you believe the Dodgers won that game twelve to ten last night? Yeah, I I, I can. I, I there is nothing that's off the table. I would like a nice simple clean seven to one win to get the Dodgers hit five nice it's runs be, in the first three or four three, two or four three Ugh. it's gonna be that close Why, I'm sorry Travis because it. it's going to Speak. it's going to it's gonna be that close it's game five both these teams are so damn good I, I think that's what it's gonna come down to I think you're gonna be nervous and sweating <laughs> by the second inning third pitch I just hope you're ready to do the show alone tomorrow because there's a chance that I'm just a giant sweat stain on the on the floor of my living room by tomorrow morning we'll see all right bunch of funch is coming up next it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Dodger fans are making me feel a little better, Al, that they're they're talking me off of the edge and more to, more towards just kind of the... The windowsill. I'm not out on the ledge anymore. I'm just. I'm inside the building again. I'm feeling a little better. You know, you have to be in a game like this. Uh, if I could give some advice, hit me. Just gotta stay in the middle because it I could can't. either it could go either way. I so can't. just stay in the middle. You, you still don't know me very well, do you? I don't do the middle. I do only polls and extremes and absolute overreactions. That's all I got. I, I almost think like a more nerve wracking game was that Wednesday. Not to say yeah. that this gives same, right. Not to say that this gives an edge to the Dodgers by any stretch, but it's almost you got to kind of stay even keel in this one. What, what am I talking like a coach for as <laughs> yeah, I'm that walking into the happen. game? I'm on the edge. Funch, help me out. Let's talk about something else. All right, guys. Uh, one of my favorite magazines, Money Magazine, had an interesting tweet a couple of days ago, and it's a great mental exercise as well. So here okay. it goes. If you can permanently change one physical item to $1, what would it be? Travis. 
Well, let me. I, I, I hate to be this guy and ask for a follow-up question to the question. Is it just for me or is it for everybody? Oh, for everyone. Oh, then that changes my answer because if it was just for me. Let's, I, let's, let's answer both questions. Okay. One for you I, I would for like to have a country club membership because I know I'm never going to be able to afford one. <laughs> They're super expensive. But if everybody can get it for a dollar, then that doesn't do me any good. No. I want to be able I'm to play show golf up at the country club. when I want to play. And you don't get to play when you want to play. That's what I'm looking for. Um. No, I guess if we're going to do it, I mean, a house, right? Get a ni- nice house by a lake somewhere. I, I'll pay full price for my regular house, but I want a second house in the mountains with fresh air and trees. I want I want a, a $1 lake house, Lee. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to sit here. First of all, I, I 100% did not understand the question, so I was, <laughs> I was in a different world while you were giving your answer. Um, how about this? How about to go to a sporting event? How about one dollar to go to a sporting event? How about you could find yourself catching any game anytime you want? Just think about how high the prices have got, how kind of ridiculous it's got to be honest with you. Okay, and if I gotta get one more, can I travel wherever I want to go for a dollar? I'm good. Can I can I can I hop on a plane and, and get to the uh get to different parts of the country for a dollar? Something along those lines. Look, you get the airfare for a buck and you can come stay in my one dollar house and I'll fly on your cheap airline. Uh, we can we can put the two things together and we'll be perfect. Everybody everybody wins. Well, <laughs> I right. think I would have some uh, one dollar Jordans in my uh, not my bad. Closet. Yeah, not bad. All right, guys. Uh, so Nokia will be re-releasing one of the best cell phones in history, the Nokia six three ten. The brick phone, as they call it. I don't know if you guys remember that. That little one that's like Go a Go look brick. it up right now. Go look it up right now. You'll, you know what it is. Released Nokia. in the golden year of 20, uh, 2001, 2001, it was a best-selling phone until Nokia disc- discontinued it in 2005. Now, with this, you know, guys, if you can go back into time and try to resurrect some kind of old technology, what would you try to bring back Sliwa? Like some kind of Blackberry, beepers, iPods, what? Well, I'll tell you one thing about the technology today. It's almost trap. It's almost it's almost not a healthy thing or a good thing that this thing goes off True. every 30 seconds. Whether you got a tweet or something, somebody wants to hit you with an email or something. Anybody that wants to get in touch with you is going to get in touch with you, and there's really no way of not having that unless you turn off your phone. You do that for long enough, we probably don't have a job. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the people, somebody thinks you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if I got to go back, I think the things I want to bring back are more going to be like from an entertainment perspective. I don't care like the phone part of it and getting in touch with me and something beeping on my, you know, right on my hip or something. I'm, I'm good on all that. We already have that stuff. But I got to bring back some technology. How about some of those old arcade games that just – and I know every once in a while you see some of that stuff, but little things like that that just takes you away from someone trying to get in touch with you, more of the entertainment stuff is what I'd be looking for. Yeah, I have a specific one kind of in that vein, Al. Uh, I'm a little bit older than you guys, so I don't know. I want the original Atari console to make a comeback, <laughs> right? Because I, I'm not a video game guy for one very specific reason. My mm-hmm. my my youngest son loves video games, and he's tried to get me involved a few times. I, I don't get the controller. There's too many things going on. I have to look down. It's you no, know, Dad. It's A. It's X. It's Y. It's the trigger. It's I don't Just know. Press all of them. Press have, all of them at the same time. I have to look down at it, and I can't do it and actually play the game. I want to go back to Atari, which had the stick and one orange button that i want to go back to missile command and space invaders and, and asteroids and pong i want my original atari console back that's Funches, what i'm looking Funches for Funches answer the question here you think Trap still has a, a a pager 
You think he still has one? I think he still does. I think, I it's think somewhere he charged. I think he charged it. No, 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 no. Much oh, further still, than that. You think, yeah, you think I think he charged it last night. Okay, it sits right next to his iPhone, and then you know he has it on his hip. If it rings, it rings. <laughs> It beeps, it beeps. It's the, it's the bat phone. Only a select few have the number to the pager. He's still putting in the codes like <laughs> one four three and stuff like that. I want to. I want to play my missile command on my Atari console, my original one, all over again. All right, guys. So last weekend was the twenty second anniversary of Coachella. Um, you know, the cool music festival that's in Indio, you know, the place that Travis goes every year shirtless. Glow sticks and whistles. Yeah, Tra- and Travis and yeah. I have gone seventeen years in a row. Um, so when I look back at that first lineup in 1999, it was a really good mix of rock, hip-hop, and EDM. So with this, I came up with a game called Coachella or Nochella, where I'm going to give you a band name from Coachella 1999, and I I want you guys to guess if they were there or not. So example, uh, the artist Beck, Coachella or Nochella. He was a headliner of Coachella, so Coachella. Okay. So if you think I, will get I almost answered, I, I will by the way, I almost right. answered the question. I thought that was the question. I said, <laughs> no, nope, not, not there. You, I, had, I had to give you an example. So not yeah. there. So Janis Joplin. <laughs> she was at Woodstock, man. She was great. She I'm going to start great. with Travis and uh, no doubt was no doubt at the first Coachella in 1999. 1999. I'm going to say no doubt is a no Cella. All right. Uh, Al. Eh, throw them in there. They were fantastic. I remember it. Remember like it was yesterday. Emily. I'm going to say yes, too. Who knows? Oh, oh, Travis is the only one right. They weren't uh, there. In Travis is the music guy. He's yeah. the music guy. I told you he was there. I told you he was there. the rest of the day He knows off. what's going here. on. All right. Uh, the band, the heavy metal band Tool. Was the heavy metal band Tool there, Al, in 1999? Trevor, are you going yes or no? I'm just going to go opposite whatever you go. Which one are you going? I believe going? your name is Alan, not mine. You I'm go just ahead curious. Are call. you going yes or no? Go ahead, Al. All right, I'll go yes. Tool is there. Uh, Travis. I'm going to go no. No cella. Emily. I have uh, never heard of this band, so I'm going to say yes. Who knows? Wow, Al and Emily, right. Tool You've never heard of Tool? Yeah, never Tool's heard of Tool? Tool's no, a, okay, you guys got to remember my age, too. A good this is, this yeah. is a, at a different time. Okay. Uh, legendary 80s guy, Morrissey. Was Morrissey there at the 99 Coachella, Emily? Yes, I think he was. Travis? Morrissey. We, he's probably too busy crying in the corner somewhere. Like, <laughs> Mor- Morrissey's all emo and sad and depressive, and I'm just hoping he wasn't there. I have no idea. So I'm going to say no cello to sad, sad, depressive Morrissey. Al, was Morrissey at the 99 Coachella? I'm going to pretend like I know what I'm talking about. I know he wasn't there because I, I remember that lineup like no tomorrow. Of course he wasn't there. Trav knows. Uh, Travis, Allen. Oh, Emily's got the Emily lead. Emily got the lead. Yeah, she's up 2-1 right now, guys. Now, hold Ooh. on. But before we go to the next one, Emily, do you know Do you know who Morrissey is? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know who Beck was. I, I would have gotten the first one, but yeah. So. Right, we need to make a comeback, Al. All right, guys. Uh, the Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang Clan. Allen was the Wu-Tang Clan at the 99 Coachella. Get him in there. Yes. <laughs> Travis, Wu-Tang Clan. Yes. Emily. Uh, yes. 
You guys are all wrong. <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan actually did Coachella, but in 2013. Uh, you, they were not the first mm, one. That nope, you didn't, you didn't look at the list. You didn't look at it the right <laughs> they way. They were on the backstage. <laughs> they opened for... Uh, they were back- on the back page. <laughs> yeah, they, they were, were on right. the back page. They weren't in the polo fields in Indio. They were actually on the other side <laughs> do, in Joshua do Tree think, Trav, doing a private show. Trav, do you think Emily at this point is just going to agree with us so <laughs> she can get the W? Make her go first. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, we'll go a couple more. Uh I had to go back to the early, uh, the late '90s for this one. Limp Biscuit was Limp Biscuit Ooh. at 1999 Coachella. Travis, I'm gonna say yes. Well, it's, it's supposed to be Emily. <laughs> he didn't. Um, I heard Travis. Uh, yes. I didn't yeah, see Travis Emily. Said yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Travis yes said yes. To Limp Biscuit. Big. I'm a huge Fred Durst guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Limp Biscuit. Emily. Oh, Emily was uh, Limp Biscuit at the first Coachella. <laughs> I'm a, I know Limp Biscuit. I do know who they are, but I'm gonna say no just to be against Travis. Just get the strategy. Sliwa. Sliwa. Okay. This uh, was this was the heart of high school for me. Limp Biscuit. For some reason, I, everybody thought they were the Beatles for about three right? months. Exactly. So let's go. Yes, they were a part of it. Emily Sliwa. Yeah. Oh no no no! You know what? Wrong! I got that one wrong. Okay, wait, Travis wait. is right. They weren't wow. at the Coachella. They weren't at Coachella that year. They no, never did Coachella. Wait 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 wait. I said, wait, yes. wait, wait. I Travis, said no. Travis, I said Travis yes. said yes. I said yes. Emily said no. Okay, well Emily got the. So point. So I am two points ahead. Yeah, yeah, Let's go. I feel like we should eject because Emily's going to run away with this, and she, forget, she doesn't wait, know wait, who wait, wait, most forget, of these people are. I know are. Limp Bizkit. I know Beck. Trav, forget <laughs> ejecting. The host just told us we got it right. We got a ding, and then we were told, no, we, we were wrong. <laughs> what are you going to do? All right, we'll just do one more. One more. One more. All right, final one. one. Here oh, we this go. This is worth 10 points. This, this is, is worth 10 points. This is winner take all right, all right. here, just like game no, five this is, this is for second place, and Trav, I'm going to go opposite <laughs> wherever you go. All right, okay. the, uh, the band that does our theme song, Rage Against the Machine, was Rage Against the Machine at the 99 Coachella I'll Start With Emily. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to agree with Emily, yes. Yeah, I can't go no because I know that they were a part of that one. That's yes. I'm That's never a yes. Gonna, I'm never going to do a game with you guys again. They were at Coachella, so I guess everyone wins since it was worth 10 points or whatever. I don't know. No, no, no. Emily still, still wins. She had Emily. Emily. guys. There's going to be no more games during Funch a Bunch. I'm going to have to make an executive decision at some point that no more music games because I have absolutely no chance in those whatsoever. And Al, I feel like you would agree with me on that. I don't know if you're much better at it We tied for three. Third. We tied for third. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Um, John Gruden is out, and the Raiders still have a big-time problem inside that organization. We'll talk about it next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI – to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.